You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 283. Today's Biz Tip Friday edition is how to hire a personal assistant. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and after building a multiple seven-figure internet business around my content and expertise, I became obsessed about transforming the struggling course creator, coach, and author into the inner-driven digital CEO. In this segment, we'll explore specific actionable strategies that you can deploy today to get you paid. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast, Biz Tip Friday edition. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into a hashtag Biz Tip Friday edition here on the Mind Your Business Podcast, where I like to give you tangible, bite-sized, actionable things that you can do to go grow your freaking business today. And in this one, we're going to talk about something like it's in the realm, the pillar the domain of one of my favorite topics. And this is about team building. This is about delegating, outsourcing, getting your time back, and moving towards your zone of genius so you can spend more time there. And this is about your personal assistant. Now, I could spend the whole episode making an argument for this because OMG, the amount of stubborn, I love you so much, stubborn, struggling entrepreneurs that resist this so much, so much, I could spend a whole hour making the most amazing case and argument for why you need to drop this resistance. Because I cannot tell you, every one of our clients, as soon as they get some sort of their first hire, virtual assistant, personal assistant, whatever, even just like a customer support rep, the first thing out of their mouths is why the heck didn't I do this sooner? And the answer is, is because you had a bunch of dumb, dumb knucklehead beliefs that prevented you from doing it. Again, I say it with total love because I used to be the same way. But even back when I was broke as a joke, living in my parents' basement off Subway sandwiches, $5 foot long, six inches for lunch, and then I'd have the other half for dinner, right? That was, that was my life. I found a way to scrounge up $70, I believe it was 60, 70, $70 a week to hire my first virtual assistant overseas. Now, we're not talking about a virtual assistant. We're talking about a local personal assistant, okay? But here's the fact of the matter. If you don't have someone who can start taking things off of your plate that are like the little menial tasks, then more and more of your day goes to the time and the energy, the things that require attention, not necessarily your attention, but they don't make you any money. And... If you spend 90% of your day doing things that don't make you money, how do you expect to make any? Just going to throw that one out there for you. How are you expected to make any when you spend the majority of your day doing things that don't make you money? And people say, but James, I don't have the money to hire somebody. This is a really tough pill to swallow, but you are different. You are open and coachable. Successful entrepreneurs have to be open to new ideas, new ways of looking at things. That's why you're here. Are you listening to the podcast or any podcast for that matter? Because you want to hear more of the same of what you already know? Have you ever considered that if you don't have the results that you want in your life, it's about time you start looking at the model of the world that you created we get so sure of how the world works. This is the way things are. 
but then we don't have what we want in our life, yet we still fight and argue for our model of the world. We argue for our limitations, yet it's your model of the world that's shaping and creating the decisions you make, the actions you take, what you do and don't do, where you put your time, effort, and energy, which ultimately determines the results you get in your life, which means if you don't have the results that you want in your life, i.e. money in the bank account, the following, the list, the money, the impact, the customers, the clients, the testimonials, it's because something in your model of the world isn't working. And if someone feels like that's an attack, that's part of your model of the world, that this is an attack. But that's really your ego trying to preserve your model of the world because I'm threatening it. I'm not threatening you. I'm threatening your model of the world and your ego needs to stand for what it thinks is right because if it could imagine, OMG, that something that you believe to be true isn't actually true, what else isn't true? And what else isn't true? We start to question everything. But I already know that you're not going to go through that resistance because you're open. That's why you're here. You want to hear new perspectives, not confirmation of what you already know. Why? That's not learning. That's just reaffirming what you already know. That's not learning. So if you're telling me or you have that thought to yourself that I can't afford to hire someone, the only reason you can't afford to hire someone is because you haven't hired anyone. Trying to do it all yourself is keeping you broke or keeping you from reaching that next level of money. Think about it because there's stuff that has to get done and you're doing it. Someone else could do it. Every time that you decide to go do something, that's a choice. When you say yes to go do this, that's a choice that you are making. It's not you have to, you get to. It's a choice that you choose. But when you say yes, when you choose yes, you're also choosing simultaneously to say no to something else. Every time you choose to say yes to that $10 activity because you say, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. You're saying no to that $1,000, $10,000 an hour activity. And it's costing you more than you think. It's costing you the results that you want. I wouldn't be this adamant of it if I hadn't seen how it completely transformed my life and how it can, continues to transform our clients' lives. The world needs your genius, not your $5 an hour tasks. Okay. So hopefully you're open to this conversation. All right. We're going to talk about two things really quickly. Cause I just hired a new personal assistant and I'm super geeking out about it. Super excited. Super hashtag grateful. The first is hiring. Look, we're just going to show you a really simple way to do this. We put a job in Craigslist. I know everyone has their stigma and whatever. So use Indeed or use Craigslist, but a part-time personal assistant. You can even choose how many hours. Like, I just want 10 hours a week. What would 10 hours a week of your life back do for you? That's two hours a day. We put a simple job post. It's as simple as saying like part-time personal assistant needed. Work from home, part-time hours, work when you want, choose your own hours, all that good stuff. Like, wow, a young Stay-at-home mom is going to love this type of opportunity. What a gift for someone like that, right? Which is who I hired. She's a young stay-at-home. She's got two kids. You know, it's perfect for her. And the fact is, is there's not that many job opportunities for a young mom with kids, you know, where she can work from home. She only comes in. We're probably only going to have her come in like once a week, you know, and that's awesome. Okay. Now, what I do is a little fun, a little different. Their application process, they have to submit a video answering a question. They have to text a video to me of themselves. 
answering a question. And the question I asked is, how would you survive a zombie apocalypse? <sighs> now, I know what you're thinking. What the heck does surviving a zombie apocalypse have to do with being a personal assistant? Well, the answer is nothing and everything. You see, I'm observing behavior from the very get-go. And in a video, you get a lot of like nonverbal communication as well. It was the best application process ever. We got a ton of videos, ton of applicants, and you could just tell right off the bat who was going to be a good fit and who wasn't immediately. I mean, they didn't need to send in a resume or anything. Well, first of all, we had a lot of people that didn't follow directions. They just texted me their answer. Uh, no. Uh, we'd have some people that would like, I, I mean, like, look, I'm going to sound like a bit of a jerk here, but you know, some of the people that interviewed and I'm just like, you know, and I know it's Craigslist. I get it. I get it. I get it. I, and I also get like most people didn't learn. There's no class in school, by the way, this is always part of my rant. Oh boy. I got so many of these that like school doesn't prepare you for life. If it did, there'd be classes on how to get a job interview. Of course there isn't. But this is embarrassingly ridiculous. Like we would have people that'd be like, hey, is the job post still available? And then be like, yes, it is. And they're like, I'm interested. And we're like, great, please follow the assignment. They're like, what was the assignment again? I'm like, please review the job post. And they'd be like, I can't find the job post anymore. Can you send it to me? And you're like, this is a freaking job post for a personal assistant and like life organizer manager. And you are completely unorganized. You're taking up our time. You're asking a bunch of questions. And now you're asking me to go find, you know, and it's like, whoa. But the point is that that all filters out right from the get-go. Whereas most people don't catch these things. And then they find that behavior after they hired them. So I'm really grateful for it. I just wish more people were like, you just hear all these people like, it's so hard to find a job. It's like, no, it's not. You just don't know how to apply for one. <laughs> you know, the more you do this, the more it's like, wow, you really learn what someone really is looking for, like a hiring manager or a boss. Anywho, so it really helped. And I'm going to tell you why I hired the person I hired. I haven't even told her this, so maybe she'll listen to this episode. I hired this individual because she said and demonstrated something that impressed the heck out of me. And this is a really like hashtag deep convo. The first thing she said is when she submitted her video, she talked about how she loved the job post, what she loved about it. And I'm not saying she's stroking my ego, but what she did is she demonstrated that she's interviewing great bosses and A players interview the bosses or the businesses or the teams first. Now, for someone who's serious about hiring and actually serious about growing their business, what I just said is a million dollar difference maker. A players interview the boss or the business first. And she just made this slight comment about, she's like, hey, just wanted to start out by saying how much I loved this post because it shows the creativity, the culture, that you guys provide and that's exactly what I'm looking for. Think about that for a moment. Just so subtle, it's so simple. But A players know that they're A players. And the thing is, is I talk to so many entrepreneurs and say, there's no good people out there. 
there's no good people. That is the biggest baloney in the world. Here's the truth, and the truth hurts. I love you so much. I really do. But these are some tough conversations we've got to have. But you're staying open and coachable today, and I really appreciate that. But here's the truth. A players don't work for B leaders. So if you're having the experience of no good applicants, it's because the good applicants have already passed you by and didn't bother applying in the first place because they already said no to you. Ow, it stings, but you know, I want to be honest with you. I want to be truthful. I want to help you. No A player is going to go work for a B leader. You can't be a weaker link than one of your team members. That's why growing is so important. Stepping into that leadership role is so critically important. So this person is an A player and they were looking for an A leader. They were looking for an A plus company and they demonstrated that. And then when they did the in-person interview, they demonstrated it again. And I was like, yeah, that was the decision maker for me. So anyways, I could go on and on about hiring and stuff like that. But I want to spend a few moments speaking about like, James, what does a personal assistant do? Well, this is a great individual to kind of be like your, depending on what stage you're at, like your Swiss army knife. And the answer is like as much as possible. But what we want to start with are the first things that I'm having my assistant start with, which is owning my calendar and my inbox. I don't check email. You guys have heard me talk about this, but she'll be monitoring it. And I'm like, I don't use it. So there's not that many emails, but I don't ever want to go in there ever, 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 ever. But just in case, you know, sometimes there's important stuff that comes in like a payment fails for something that you're, you know, paying for. So I want someone just to monitor it maybe for you. Right. As well as my calendar. I hate managing my calendar. So she'll manage my calendar. She is managing my calendar. She, uh, is the keeper of the calendar, which means no one else can add anything except for her. So it all goes through her. And there's a lot of like rules set up. Like she knows, can't schedule anything before 11 at least one day during the week can't schedule anything i have to have one day of complete free space that's really important to me so these are the places i started then it's about all the personal stuff that starts to add up and so every monday we have a meeting it's a very quick meeting and we just answer a couple of questions first it's what did you do last week what'd you get done what's getting in the way of you doing your job what's slowing you down and then I give her the list of items for this week and then we identify the top like two to four priorities. Okay. So that's the general thing. Now, what does that look like specifically? Well, a lot of it's errands like shipping things. We got to We ship stuff, gifts and stuff like that. She even goes and buys gifts. Like when I'm a love language is gifts. So I have gifts for clients and stuff like that. She'll help find the gifts. I can help in the selection process, but she usually does it. She orders it. She sends it all out. She does all that type of stuff, right? We need things printed, errands run, you know, all that little stuff. So let me give you a couple examples that we've done already. We had some stuff needing done around the house. She researched, found, scheduled a handyman. Boom, right? A few other items, a lot of office management stuff, you know, because we have an office here. Like she's researching, finding, buying, setting up a new desk for one of our team members, doing little things like framing some new pictures, getting them printed, getting them framed, hung on the wall, like some office design, as well as office organization, a lot of file management and stuff with like all of our stuff in the office. So she's creating like a 
I don't know, an organizational structure in the office of where things go. A lot of post office runs, like I said, like just shipping gifts and stuff like that. Uh, she manages my travel plane tickets and we have a process too for like my frequent flyer miles my pre-check and known traveler and what airports and what type of seats i go for choosing hotels booking hotels airbnbs and stuff like that as well as some small projects within the business so there is an overlap into like business stuff but it's primarily a personal assistant you know the fact of the matter is you know, you, you'll hear me just say it over and over and over again, is that successful entrepreneurs know how valuable their time is. And the thing is, is more and more people are becoming entrepreneurs today and they have not the slightest clue how to be an entrepreneur. And as a result, they're just overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed because you're trying to do it all yourself. You're trying to do too much. You can't do it all. You can't do it all yourself. And that's part of the change that has to happen. It's This is not a job. It's not a job. And so... Certain things have got to come off your list somehow. Something's got to give, right? And so even just doing simple things like laundry, you know, having a house cleaner, having a maid. We have a, someone who I've had this for a long time who washes our cars. He comes to our house at a certain date and time every single week and washes a car. I don't even spend the time going down to a car wash. I don't put that on my to-do list. Why? Why waste the time? Someone comes to us, Right. So I'm a huge fan of this and you can, you can have so much fun with this. And so here's what I would do is really for those who are really open-minded and want to take something like hiring a personal assistant on, or maybe you already have one and you're looking for more tips and structure and stuff like this. It doesn't hurt to put a job post out. Did you know you can put a job post out and you don't have to hire somebody? <gasps> like you could just interview people and not make a decision. You're not bound by law that you have to hire somebody. Oh my goodness. So why not just try it? And then you could put in your job post that you're just looking for someone for like five to 10 hours a week, minimum wage, just be straight up about it. And, you know, again, I have to say that if you're not willing to spend a little bit in order to get your time back, you're, what you're saying is you don't value your time. And if you don't value your time, how do you expect customers to value your time? How do you expect your clients to value you, you and your time? If you don't, it's backwards, it's backwards. Okay. So I highly recommend you try it. The other little assignment is to every day, this is always a great activity, is just make a list, like a diary journal entry of everything that you do in your day. Just log it all and just keep logging it for a week and you'll start to notice where all your time goes. And it's like, what if I could just take one of these things off a day? 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there, an hour there. This whole, <laughs> if you want it done right, do it yourself. It's like, okay. What is it in that sentence? Laundry, post office, booking an airplane ticket, or doing the stuff that only you can do? Like that podcast, that Facebook Live, that new course, that new framework, that new webinar. Yeah, you wanna do that right, do it yourself. But how are you ever supposed to do it when you're spending all day doing all these other little things that are eating away at your time? It's time to get some of your time back and let go of some of that overwhelm. Let it go. Let it go. All right. I shouldn't be singing. <laughs> I definitely shouldn't be singing, but let it go. All right. Thank you so much. I hope you'll take some of this on. I hope you'll share some of the results of you trying this on in your life to see what happens. It's magical. It really is. It's how you get your time back. So thanks so much for listening, tuning into a Friday edition here on the Mind Your Business podcast. We'll see you all on Monday. Take care.
Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.